It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Have you ever wondered whether you have a guardian angel? Whether angels or spirits surround you, protect you, care about you, or whether you will one day have an angel encounter yourself. The angels are excited to give you the advice you seek. All you have to do is ask. Join Janine and Michael as they explore this and so much more on Calling All Angels Radio Show. Welcome to Calling All Angels Radio Show. After several weeks of either one or the other, this dynamic duo is back together again. We're finally reunited and happy to be here with all of you today. My co-host Michael Kutzen and I will be hosting the show and we wanted to give a special shout out and thanks to Jim Bensey who has been stepping up over the last couple of weeks helping to co-host. So we appreciate you Jim more than you know. Today, we're going to discuss and explore several topics, including the best possible version of your, being the best possible version of yourself, leading with your heart forward, serving and being an example to others, and sharing our u- unique gifts and talents. As time permits, we will take callers, and Michael will be only too happy to do some of the angel card readings. My name is Janine Cody-Cabbage, and now let me bring on my beloved co-host and friend, Michael Kutzen. Hi, Michael. I've missed you. How are you? I've missed you, too. Someone's been traveling a lot. <laughs> yes. Three, three, weeks, uh, three weeks away in Morocco, and then as soon as she possibly can, she ditches us again. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, my family has to take me out for another thing, and yeah, mine at least. I got stuck with Yom Kippur. I had to fast. You know, you, you know. Oh, we've got another wonderful trip. Oh, look at the food I've got. Look at the stuff I've bought. (laughs) You know, it's so funny because when I did come back from Morocco, I was quite surprised when everybody surprised me, and my kids actually booked the hotels and made all the reservations to go away that last weekend. So we did have a lot of fun, and it was well. That's because they were auditioning you to be their mom again. I know. I was mentioning they, they're like, I, I think I said a couple of weeks on the show, they're like, mom, why do you even unpack pack your suitcase? I'm like, so I can have clean clothes to go on the next trip. You know what, Michael, this brings me to, let's be careful what we all ask for. Cause I, I think I've told I you. I like that line about <laughs> Uh, Michael, you know, this makes me think of, uh, we were talking about manifesting things back, I don't know, a while ago. And I was talking about my love of traveling and seeing the world and, you know, um, being introduced to other cultures and people. I mean, there's something in me I can't even explain to you. When I meet these people and they embrace me or, or even want, like in Morocco, this Berber woman was like, took me in her tent and she was hugging me and she was showing me how she does, you know, makes the rugs or whatever. I just get such like, I feel so euphoric. It's just, there is such love and light that beams out of me and gratitude for these people. But, you know, it, 
what I was going to say, though, I kind of got off on that was um, I do have that sign that I look at every day, which says have love will travel. So for any of the people that do visionary <laughs> boards or, you know, have this type of thing going on, let me tell you, the more you look at it, whether it be consciously or subconsciously, you absolutely create it and manifest it. Because um, I didn't even know this surprise little weekend trip was coming up last weekend. And there it was, you know, the family planned it for us. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. That, yeah. That's really nice. All getting aside, it's good to have you back, but I'm glad you had a good time. Thank you. Thank you. And it really feels great to be back together again. You know, I, I think we were teasing, we were calling ourselves the dynamic duo of spiritual talk talk show. Adam West. It, well, you could. Well, back back in the day, they were a little sexist. So you you they named you know his his female counterpart was Batgirl. Uh, his female counterpart. Well, Bat it was Batman you, and Robin. It was Batman and Robin were the dynamic duo. Right. But on the TV show and and actually in the co and the comic books, you know there was Batgirl who was Commissioner Gordon's daughter. That's right. Well, you know, even though it's like, um, I'd let you can be Batman and I'll be Batgirl only because I like her outfit better. <laughs> Than Robbins. <laughs> yeah, Robbins is kind of goofy, or at least on the cartoon. Well, actually, on the TV show too. Yeah, it was kind of goofy. I was but just it, thinking. I was but just again, thinking. They all were kind of goofy. So that's true. Hey, I was just thinking. You know how I always do my little yogi tea. So today I did uh, lemon lav uh, honey lavender, and I'm just reading the little um, the little inspirational quote of the day. It says, "Life is a flow of love. Your participation is requested." I like that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Now, now we just need a canoe and we get in <laughs> and we get on the boat and we and we go down that river of love. I think that was a movie too, a movie and or a song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Michael, I really have missed you though. <laughs> You haven't heard bad singing in five weeks, right? <laughs> oh, you know, I totally thought when I said that we were reunited, you were going to bust out with reunited. reunited and it feels so good. <laughs> Feel I, yeah, that, 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 yeah, that's like the punk rock version of, of an R&B hit. Reunited and we feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for that. Hey, Michael, I... You, <laughs> We could just sit here and laugh all day because like, it's just so great being back together again. But um, I do have a question for you because I wasn't privy to it. I haven't gone on social media, so I'm not sure this morning yet. If well, you I'm, posted... I'm, I'm partially banned from social media, so oh, I, oh, I, got, I got a partial ban by Facebook. I can't post to groups. But, but yes, if you're, I think I know what you're about to ask. <laughs> well, for those of us that don't know, perhaps you can share the Angel Card of the Week with us that you drew and your interpretation of it for all of us. Okay, you got it. And I did post this is posted on the Calling All Angels Facebook page, and I will post it uh, later on onto our website. And this is befitting our reunited theme and everything else. This is from the Fairy Tarot deck, The Three of Summer. Can everyone see it? Yes. Okay, so the Three of Summer is the equivalent in a Rider Waite or traditional tarot deck of the Three of Cups, the Card of Celebration. This is the card. This is a, this card indicates that there's all kinds of good, cool things that are going to happen this week. Things like wedding announcements, birth announcements, engagements. So, ladies, if you're dating someone really steadily, and you know, 
uh, for quite some time and all of a sudden there's a restaurant invitation or he or she takes you somewhere exotic, um, you know, there might be a crowd of people with someone on their knee. Uh, there could be, yeah, this is, this is the fun, exciting uh, celebratory week. So this, uh, so as a theme for the week, this is a week of things going really, really well of happy things happening for you. It doesn't mean that there won't be bad things in the middle or things that we perceive as being negative, but the overall memorable things this week are going to long overshadow them. And well, that's the card of the week. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's good news. I was going to say just when you held it up, I love the way that it looks and the color and everything, but well, it does bring forth good news as well. Right. Well, it shows three fairies dancing in the water and they're splashing and there's flowers and, you know, it's, it's, it's all good things. This is, right. a, card of, this is a card of very, a very happy emotional time. Right. And like you said, even if things come up that maybe are, you know, aren't so great, maybe we can, you know, just have the hope that right around the corner, something great will happen, you know, right. move us back into a more positive space. Right. Well, it's an arch. The, when we do a card of the week, it's an arch. Yes. It doesn't mean that, you know, it's like chaos theory, you know, within the, within the chaos, we can find something that actually is non-chaotic and it makes, and, and this would be the non-chaotic within the chaos. There you go. There you go. Well, hey, uh, only on Calling All Angels radio show do you not <laughs> a, do you learn about spirituality and applied physics and mathematics at the same time. Well, thanks for sharing the arch. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God I'm not sharing golden arches with everybody. <laughs> da 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 da. da. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my, my son was taking the PSAT this week, um, the one that's a sophomore in high school. And I was just like, I was realizing like on that, they're introduced to some types of math that they're not even exposed to. And then I was, it kind of like maybe flashed back when, to, when I was in college and I was wondering why the heck am I in all these math classes? You know, that's not my forte, Michael. I'm not sure if you know that. I'm really good on a calculator though. <laughs> and uh, as a matter of fact, we also had his open house at school. Uh, it was uh, it was delayed due to Hurricane Irma, which I was happy it was delayed because I was able to attend since they had to reschedule it um, with the kids missing oof, probably a week and a half of school. Well, Mother um, Nature cooperated with you. She did. She exactly. Did, you know? How do we get? How do we make sure Janine can get to the school? Time? We'll have a we'll have a hurricane that just touches the area. Yeah. You know what? It's so funny. I don't think my family family wanted me to worry as much like uh, when I was they had I flew up to New Jersey as you know prior to because my husband was like they changed the trajectory it's going to go more west than east you really should go on this trip with your sisters right. you know there's no reason to cancel it I can handle it here so I was like okay he goes get a flight before there's no planes left in Florida which is in fact exactly what happened but um uh what was I going to say I totally lost my train of thought. I had to do something hey, with, with, the, the, with the school thing. The school thing. <laughs> it just like went up and out. Oh, I had no clue. So when I'm out of town, I'm just thinking, you know, I have to have people step up to the plate and get Jack to and from school. Everything worked out better than expected because um, he only indeed 
um, had four days of school because they also had one of the Jewish holidays off. So we only had four days of school in that whole time that I was gone. But I think my family wanted to protect me because they didn't want me to feel bad about being away during a time like this. And when I came home, I was really surprised here on the East Coast in South Florida, how many signs were blew out and right. piles and piles of debris. And I and, had no- and that, and that was a best case scenario. And that was a best case scenario. So, you know, certainly our hearts and, and prayers and our thoughts and positive vibes go out to everybody recovering from all these natural disasters. And so- So, so on that to, somber note- I'm sorry. I just wanted to put that no, out there. But, that, um, that's all right. So, so Janine, you had suggested, yeah, we were talking yesterday and you had suggested some topics because I called you and I said, okay, now you're back. What are we going to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so I think my response was, let me pray and meditate about it and I'll get right back to you, which right. is actually what I did. You know, I, I kind of feel like the divinely inspired moments and, uh, the, you know, when we, we discuss this quite a bit on the show, ask and you so, show, so shall receive. Um, and we wanted to be reunited and just have us today. And we have a guest scheduled for next week and the following week. So I just thought about it and I said, what can be the best possible subjects to talk about that can help enlighten and we can bring forward to our listeners? And like immediately I got, immediately I got being the best version of yourself, you know, um, but I then as I was in a deeper meditation, it also came to me that, you know, um, talk about leading forward with your hearts, with your hearts open, um, also um, serving and being an example to others. And uh, lastly is, is, but not, not lastly, and what we can discuss, we can discuss anything. But the last thing that came to me was, you know, sharing our unique gifts and talents with other people. So, when so I get you, yeah, so why'd you start with leading with your heart forward? Yeah, I was just gonna say though, when I meditate each and every day, when I meditate or when I get my automatic writings, many many times I get um, you know go forth with love and light, um, and and I also get be the example all the time, all the time, and you know in this in this world that we live in. Obviously, everything's not all roses, that we have trials and tribulations and situations and um, catastrophes and devastating things happening all the time around us. So we can't, you know, we can't ignore them. They're there, you know, uh, but the thing is, how do we deal with them? Do we react to them or do we take a step back? And like when, when I think about, um, when I think about how I can affect things like that, I just sometimes sometimes I need to take a step back and remember what did come to me in that prayerful meditation or in that automatic writing. Like instead of me getting involved, and this goes for everybody, instead of us getting involved in what's bad or what, what, what happened, we, take, we should take a step back, take a deep breath and ask because the angels are always there for us. Ask and you'll get the answers. What can I do? to either diffuse the situation, to help the situation, you know, to, to put, you know, do I have any unique gifts or talents that can help, like say in a catastrophic uh, thing, like what happened in Las Vegas, you know, maybe somebody's skilled, you know, in nursing or this or that, or just is a counselor and can counsel someone. We each and every one of us, although very uniquely different, we come into this physical realm, into this reality with our unique gifts and talents. And we're all here for different reasons. So, you know, it really feels great to 
to assist others and to serve others and to walk with your heart like forward and open. And by that, I mean, you know, let's, let's not have, let's not have judgment. Let's not have, um, let's, let's just be that, that pure positive light. Um, and, and, you know, realize like Michael, you and I were talking cause we haven't had too much time to talk, talk, even though we're all very different on many, many levels, we all, we have the understanding, right? All of us the teachers, the light workers out here, people that are probably likely attracted to this show, we all have the greater understanding that we are more the same than different, even though, you know, we might be male, female, a lot of differences in life, right? But our thought process might be different, our jobs, our interests, and whatever. But when you really get down to it, we are all, we are all truly one. We are all created and we are all one. And I, I truly believe in my heart of hearts that we're m- more the same than we are different, even though those, those you know, we have those differences. I, I don't know that I'm explaining myself exactly right. Well, it, go, it goes to the basic concept of oneness. Oneness, yeah. Yes, that we all are from the same divine yeah. essence. Right. That we all basically, you know, in this material realm, we're we're exploring things, and there you know there's both the unique element to us, the so-called ego element to us, and we've also got, you know, the more the more pure divine soul in us that does carry on long after, you know, long after we you know, we discard this particular body. You know, I talked about it on the last show where I had done, you know, years ago, I, got, I went and I did, I was in some sort of pendulum reading class or something. And I was trying to get, you know, the first thing you try to do is prove which way is yes and which way is no on the silly mm-hmm. pendulum. And, you know, I said, you know, and I kept on doing something. And then I kept on saying, my name is Michael Cutson, And it kept on showing up as no. And, <laughs> and when I, and I said, well, this, you know, something's really wrong here. It's on my birth certificate. My parents, unless they <laughs> Lying to me have told me my name's Michael Cutson. I'm the spitting image, you know, aside from the genitalia, I'm the spitting image of my mother. So, uh, uh, you know, so, you know, I, it's, it seems unlikely I was adopted. So what the heck is going on here? And uh, then, you know, most recently, I did it a little differently and where again the test was my name is Michael Cutts and it came up no but then I did it my my legal name on this you know on this material realm is Michael Cutts and and it right. came up yes right like in this incarnation because you've right. been many other people and probably likely will be many more <laughs> right you know and in Interesting. fact you know, in fact, in you know, in certain meditations recently, I've gotten the message that really, you know, to the extent I've got any name at all, it's you know, the messenger, whatever right. that you know, right? You know, and that which is more, which is not a name so much as just an indication of what I'm here to do. Right. Absolutely, Michael. Like I, I get similar things. Instead of like Ashley being called the messenger, it's like your voice is meant to be heard far and wide. I get that all the time. Right. You know, so. Um, you know, we're just here in this incarnation trying to um, um, do what we're, we came here, our life's purpose or mission, as some people say. Um, you right. know, and by and, the way, what is an angel? An angel is God's messenger. That's actually exactly. what all it means. Exactly. And so, so you are. I mean, and, absolutely. You know, and, and we, we were, you know, you asked me a little earlier about what it means to, to lead with your heart forward. You know, it's interesting because I know when I get into a space, right, in the morning, if 
and, and many times I say after I get these messages, let me do the best let me be the best possible version of myself I can be today. So any situation that I'm involved with or comes, you know, or is around me, um, let me, let me like have my, my unique gifts and talents is available, you know, and gosh, we all have them, you know, all we have to do, you know, there is ask source has them right there for us. You know, it's so funny. All we have to do is ask, right, Michael. And when you just said, when you asked about your name, one thing that came to mind, to me was sometimes we have to be more specific about how we ask the question. Sometimes we ask way too broad of a question and sometimes we have to restate the question and, you know, perhaps get it more streamlined, you know, um, because the, the source has the information for all that is. So, you know, look at uh, your, you, you use that wonderful example and I'm glad you restated it. So I got to hear it. You know, my name, my name is Michael Kutzen because you're actually way more than Michael Kutzen. You right. know, but um, even the name itself is kind of is it's a meaningless appellation, you know, one <laughs> I've attached to for 55 years, but it's a meaningless appellation because it just, you know, it's just what I'm called here now. Right. You know, for right. a very brief speck of time. Right. True. And, you know, and it gets to, you know, it is hard, though, to ask to sometimes ask the right question. I was uh, this week, you know, I, I think I uh, I. Uh, texted you. I'm going. I've scheduled an epidural shot for my back this week. Yes. And uh, I've been having for, you know, maybe it's your fault because you've been away. Uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, my you know, my bright shining friend hasn't hasn't blessed me. So you know, so my back went right down the toilet. <laughs> well, I'll hold you. Fault. I'll it's hold all your you. Fault. It's all your fault, Janine. I'm gonna so, hold you in prayerful intention when you have those injections, and I'll and we'll call our friend Julie Ryan and okay. have her check in on you. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, actually, it's next Thursday, so that's her show date. Uh, <laughs> I can call her <laughs> afterwards. But um, uh, you know, but this week, a number of you know, in a number of different ways, I was asking, well, what's the purpose of this, or why, you know, what can I be doing to heal? Uh, or asking angels to heal. And, you know, I've gotten limited relief and limited senses of what's going on, but I haven't gotten a full or satisfactory answer, or maybe a full or satisfactory answer uh, is not quite what I'm entitled to get, which is to make the pain go away completely. You know, maybe, and maybe there is a reason for it. Uh, although, you know, it was, you know, at various points quite debilitating this week. Right. So it was a combination. And sometimes I was better, you know, I, I was better in my own head about it. In other words, I was better at dealing with it and saying, okay, there's a reason for this. You know, at one point I thought maybe it was like kind of like an, you know, it, I thought I'd been told that angel wings were kind of cracking, you know, at least psychically through it. Uh, and then the other, you know, but then there were times I said, enough already, you know, make it go away. <laughs> Yeah, well, because, you know, I, I know all, I, exactly, I knew all too well how it is to live with that back pain that is like right. constant. And, and, ju and, just, and, and just so you can see, ah, ice pad. You're icing, you're icing it right now. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> well, I, well, we wish you a we lot are of- We all psychically icing my back. <laughs> but, you know, you know, it's funny because Megan Covington, that was a guest on our show a couple of weeks ago, she brought up a situation about herself where, you know, she was, she was down for the count, you know, and, and I don't remember if it, I believe it was her dad that said to her, 
or perhaps her husband, I believe it was her dad that said, you're meant to slow down. You know, sometimes you always have to look and she's like, slow down. I have kids. I have this, I have that. But you know, there's been many a times where I was knocked off my feet, flat on my back, looking up and saying, I know that there is a bigger purpose to this, you know, and sometimes we're like forced to be down, whether it's to, you know, even just to pray, even to meditate, even to read, um, things are brought to our, you know, uh, consciousness where you know we're always rushing and we're like mm -hmm. we're we're in the future or we're in the past but but gosh if we can more if more of us can live in actual present moment really time is expanded and precious in, in present moment and so much can be revealed to us but we're always like thinking about when like the future and the past and whatever you know if you just take a step back and in the times that we have these, let's call them physical challenges, Michael, yes. um, the times that we have them, sometimes that sets us back and, and we're down for the count for a little bit, whether it be icing or going for the, whatever it is. And it gives us and allows us that opportunity to jump off the merry-go-round that we've been on, the go, 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 because um, we all do it in this lifetime. You know, we're great multitaskers and have so much going on and busy lives. Kind of gives us that time to step back and connect one once again, connect with source. Mm -hmm. And um, I find it does for me. I'm sure it does for you as well. Yes, it definitely does. You know, uh, and it's, uh, you know, it, it's an experience. You know, it's both something I need to go through and yet something I don't want to go through. It's something, it, you know, I do understand that it, in, it, you know, I understand the basic concept. Look, you and I were both on the Joshua Roundtable. And Joshua used to always say, you know, things never happen to you. They happen for you. For you. Yes. And, and this could be, you know, this could very well be the, you know, the proverbial kick in the, well, I don't know, kick in the pants, maybe, uh, maybe knife in the back, but, <laughs> or feeling like the knife in the back, yeah. but, you know, something saying, you know, slow down, you're doing things, you know, there's, you know, there's something way out of balance in your life. And, uh, you know, and you've got to start focusing more on something else or rest or do something that your body, you know, that your body and soul needs much more than what you're currently doing. Right. I couldn't agree more. I, I, honestly, I feel exactly the same way. And, you know, I always try to, to, to ask what, what is it that I'm supposed to be getting from this situation? And, you know, nine times out of 10, I will, I'll already know the answer, you know, and I'll, and, or, or, if I don't know it, because I'm because I'm rushing ahead in my life all the time. When I'm there, flat on my back, I get the answer. You know what I mean? It is right there um, when you call upon it. So I mean, and the other thing, Michael, I think sometimes when things like this happen to us, I think you and I that you know work with so many people. I also think we have a greater understanding for everybody else. Like uh, what might I want to say? Like more empathetic. If you mm -hmm. don't know what back pain feels like, honestly, you cannot really understand that person. You can try to understand and whatever, but when you actually know what a chronic back pain feels like, you can really relate to that next person that is going through that and give them hope and, you know, and, and, you know, tell them to persevere and, you know, try different things and try to get their, you know, their, their mind right. 
is, is what I want to say. Cause sometimes when people are in extreme pain, they just get, they get depressed and they get like, you know, woe is me. And, you know, I call it like the Eeyore effect, you know, Eeyore, <laughs> you know, and, and instead, and instead. That's a Winnie the Pooh reference, ladies and gentlemen. Love Winnie for the, the Pooh. For those of you who don't have young children or haven't had young when children. I think of, when I think of Winnie the Pooh, I always think like when uh, he used to say, I'm so rumbly in my tumbling. I used to read that to my kids. <laughs> but, but, I, but I think that doesn't go just for, uh, you know, like chronic back pain. It goes for anything. Like when we have situations happen to us in our lives, um, we can better... Um, help others that go through the same type of situations because we know what it's like to be in that place. And then, you know, I know when I get myself in a better place, right? You people can see it. Like when they can see it in me, if, if I'm in a good space, like it's a great day, I literally am beaming love and light. My, it comes straight out through my eyes. And then people that are around me say, Oh my gosh, you look, they think I changed something or you look great. No, it's just the light and love of God is shining right through you. And you know, in, it, I feel like it's contagious. I feel like I can spread it to, to others, you know? And I, I also feel like in, I also feel like this happens many times when I come out of like a healing energy session and I'm just feeling like I'm walking on clouds. I truly feel like anyone that's within, you know, this certain parameter or distance from me is duly blessed the way I was blessed in there. So things are contagious like that. And then, you know, I've noticed even on, um, you know, if you're out on errands for the day and you see someone that has sad eyes or looks like they're troubled or something, my goodness, even a gentle smile at them, you know, just really look at them. Don't like ignore them or turn your head, just kind of look up and smile at them. And they'll, they'll realize, you know what, I'm not alone and I'm not invisible. Right. Even without words, you can, you can, you know, project right. well, I've, to someone. You know, I've seen in New York city, we have a lot of homeless people and, um, uh, you know, especially when I see somebody who looks like they're uh, really, really down and out, it, it, you know, and yeah, there are some homeless, you know, some people who are, uh, who are beggars who really, you know, there are some con artists out there. Yeah. That drive you know, down two blocks and hop in their car and drive away. Right. You know, <laughs> and I try to distinguish the difference, but at the end of the day, you know, it's not easy. But when I see one who clearly looks very sad, like they really are just down on their luck you know sometimes one of them had a sign up and he looked devastated and he just said I, mean, I feel like I'm invisible no one talks to me or whatever and I went over and talked to him and I said you're not invisible what's your name and you know I, I gave him some money but the discussion was clearly more valuable to him right that's wonderful see I'm you know and that's that feeling invisible thing sometimes they think someone doesn't understand them or doesn't see them or they're not being heard or they're not being understood and you know for one of us recognizing that whoever it is any one of you that recognizes that in someone it's it's great if you can in really you can you know you don't realize like michael said it was more the conversation they had than the money that helped that gentleman in that particular moment and i'm sure he's thought about michael in that conversation many times since that happened after he you know. rolled off in his mercedes no no <laughs> you know no, and, no, and, no no and honestly and honestly that's not for us to judge you know i've done that before too where i felt like sometimes you know you have to be really careful we have panhandlers here too and you want to be careful because you really don't want to promote that in your town or city. It's very different than, of course, New York is, I, mean, I used to work in the city. So I know that's always been there and probably always will. But, 
again, I feel like if I feel called, if I feel called, if I get that intuition that I want to help in some way, whether I have bottles of water cold in the car or whatever it is, and I want to give something to someone, you know, it's not, I, I kind of think like it's not my place to decide whether they really are or not, because that's, that is in our mind, right? Well, that's judging. Yeah, that's, that's and that's judging. being judging. Right. But you know what? I know I did the right thing. What they do with it is their business. You know, I'll walk away feeling like I help them whether or not they're, uh, they're truly in need or maybe not so in need. Maybe they're just looking for money for, you know, cigarettes or whatever, not for me to judge, you know? Right. Absolutely. You know, we, you know, it's something where we have to avoid, well, in general, we have to avoid judgment, you know, and that's not an easy thing to do. In fact, in, uh, it's not. You know, in two weeks, we have uh, Tina Spaulding on the show, and she does, she has her uh, YouTube channel, Channeling Ananda and Jesus. And one of the messages that, oh, you know, if you listen to her messages all the time, you know, it's not to get caught up in the day's events, not to, you know, not to watch the, you know, really to avoid the news, to avoid negative talk, you know, to go about your business and to do it in a, you know, in a very loving and non judgmental way. And, uh, you know, I think she's going to have a lot to say about that mm. or maybe, or, you know, or, or one or either Ananda or Jesus or both when she channels them. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to that show that by you saying that just made me think of something. There's times, cause I do watch the news. I mean, I, I wouldn't say I'm addicted to the news, but I do watch the news or sometimes I listen to it in the car. And if I notice that I don't feel right, like I feel my body tense up or something like I'm not feeling right about it. Literally I'll just like switch and I'll say coffee house. Like I'll get myself right out of that situation mm-hmm. and go to music, which music you know, feeds my soul. I'm sure it does to many people, you know, um, music just- Oh, I hate can, music. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know you don't, <laughs> you love it. But to most people, it can transport you and it can, it speaks to you. And, and honestly, it speaks to your soul. So you, when you get, when you find yourself in a situation like that, it took me a long time to learn that because there's times where I'd be driving and my knuckles would be turning white and I'd be like, you know, and then I'm like, okay, I don't have to li- sub- subject myself to this or listen to it. You know, I'm just going to, it's not working for me. It doesn't feel right. Right. That's my inner barometer telling me this doesn't feel right. So I remove myself from the situation and then, you know, the coffee house will come on and I'll be just like sitting there and all of a sudden my new mood slowly changes. Sitting on the dock <laughs> on the bay, watching the time rolling away. I love it. I love it. I'm not, a pro- you know, not that I'm promoting one channel, but I love it. That just gets me in a good space. Hey, I, a couple of weeks ago, I just got to see Jack Johnson in concert and it was great. Who? Jack Johnson. Do you know him? No. Who's Jack no. Johnson? Uh, well, you'll have to Google him. Okay. So, so it was the last one of his tour, but he's from Hawaii and it was very cool. Okay. He got all teary eyed at the end of the concert. And to, my husband's like, he's when you were singing, he's like, oh, I think all Jack Johnson songs sound the same. I'm like, Tim, they so don't. And all, he came with us last minute um, because my younger son, he couldn't go. He had too much homework. And we were, I had bought, we had got five tickets. So my husband decided to come and he had a better time than expected. See, you just don't know. Music just does that to you. Well, music is definitely something where everyone has their own appreciation of it. And that's where, in, where we can all be individuals and be one at the same time, you know, True. because universe, yeah, music is, is a universal language, although there are one or two very repressive societies that don't permit it. But for the most part, uh, you know, 
for the most part, you know, most societies, you know, celebrated in one form or another, you know, so, uh, and, you know, it was funny uh, last week, or I guess it was two weeks ago, uh, you know, during the same week of the Las Vegas uh, shootings, you know, Tom Petty died. Right. And, you know, and a lot of people really love Tom Petty. Now, I've got, and as you know, and certainly as your sister Chris knows, you know, I'm a classic rock person. And, you know, so you would have thought that I would have been, um, that I would have been one of those people who was really, you know, uh, who was really into Tom Petty. And the answer was no. And in fact, I never quite got his appeal. <laughs> I was one of those people. All right, we've got the Who, we've got Zeppelin, Tom Petty. All right, they must have needed to, you know, a bridge, you know, until, you know, okay, we've got Tom Petty, then John Mellencamp. All right, so until we get back to the really good stuff, you know, was my was always my attitude. Uh, so I was just never into Tom Petty. And, you know, and I, and I really didn't think very many people were until he was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2002 or so. I said, Tom Petty? I yes. said, are you kidding? See, that's what and, makes and, us and, all and, uniquely and, different. And I didn't get it. You know, and then afterwards when he died, it was like, oh, my God, people really loved this guy. Mm -hmm. Well, I like Tom Petty and even Jack Johnson did a tribute and the crowd, it was packed. The concert was sold out and they went wild. So, right. well, you know, music last... speaks to us all differently. But I also agree with you, what you said, that music is like universal, just like love is universal. You know, it, we right. all. Well, look, you know, last week on Saturday Night Live, they had Jason Aldean, who was the performer, you know, he was the featured performer at the right. Las Vegas concert. Right. And, he, you know, and he did a song by Tom Petty. And, you know, it was, uh, you know, very much, uh, I forgot the name of the song, but it was a song about, you know, you know we're never going, you know, uh, you can't knock us down. It was one of, you know, something of those, you know, something of that genre. And it was moving at two different levels, both, the, you know, the tribute, you know, he, this was days literally after the shooting started while he was on stage. And B, that he in turn was paying tribute to a rock star you know, to a classic rock star and yet in a, in a, in appropriately themed song. So it was, you know, at many different levels, it was a really moving concert and, you know, and I'll be frank, I'm not real with certain exceptions. I'm not a country music fan, but he, you know, but Jason Aldean clearly hit it out of the park with that performance. Mm -hmm. We were talking about all those differences. See, I do like country music, you know, so it's, we're the perfect blend, Michael, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Well, I, you know, my father used to take us on Long Island and he would play the old station WHN and you'd hear the twang, 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 violin, yeah. violin, violin. Okay, here's Loretta Lynn. Now twang, twang, tang, twang, yeah, violin, violin, now. electric guitar, you know, you, know, the, the, you know, the steel guitar. And we're going to listen now to, Tom, to Conway Twitty or, or, you know, or, or one of the other ones. So, uh, you know, I always had kind of a bad taste in my mouth from country music. You know, there's some that I like better than others. The, the country music that's more, that sounds more like rock music to me. Yeah, well, there is. It's very, there's very different genres even within that. You know, that's why I love the show The Voice. I mean, it'll, it has all kinds of music, but it, it exposes you to all types of music and genres and even within right. country music. So, um, you know, and then when you realize sometimes the contestants that win, then you realize, wow, there's a lot of country fans in this in the United States here, you know, for sure, because a lot of times they win or come in right. first or second. But um, different strokes for different folks, you know, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, like I said, I always tend to root for the classic rockers, but <laughs> yeah. And believe me, I'm like you said, my sister Chris is so into music. So uh, you know, I just it's a part of my life. But uh, you know, I'm I'm not as into music as she is. I just know it makes me feel good, and you know, there's times that I like rely on it. And you know, if I'm working around the house, if I put on music, it's much more pleasant to get the you know the the tasks done without really thinking about them, not like thinking, oh, I got a vacuum now. Like, I'm just like, Woo. you go with the flow of the music, you know, it feels good. So <laughs> you're listening and getting something done in more of a positive light, that's for sure. Right. Well, why don't we talk about how we can share our unique talents? That was an interesting thing I thought you brought up as a potential topic. Yeah. Well, like truly, I, I truly believe like on the other side, we each, um, you know, have a contract and what we're coming in here at, this lifetime to accomplish. And, you know, with that being said, we each have our, our very own unique talents and gifts that we can share to one another with one another. And, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing to me because, you know, like for instance, um, even, even as so much as, um, a homework assignment, if, if I'm into writing, right. And Michael, let's just say, um, for argument's sake, I don't know, uh, that you're into uh, mm, science. science or something, all right? And that's not my thing. You know, we can help one another um, just on a regular day-to-day -day basis, right? Um, with that being said, because I, I might like call upon you like we were teasing weeks back about a lifeline. We can help each other that way um, without having to ask Google or that type of thing. But more importantly that, than that is um, when I talk about sharing our unique gifts and talents on what, what, what I was really specifically talking about there is let's get clear on what we're here to do in this lifetime. And when we all kind of innately know that. And if you don't ask and you're going to get the answers and then, you know, that's what we're here. That's one of our life's purpose. So let's, once we figure out, like, for instance, myself, um, uh, I, I love the arts, you know, I am meant, I, I show compassion to people. I, uh, there's many different things, but when you, when you realize what your talents and gifts are, you, you, the people that surround you, if you just open your eyes each and every day, you're going to see someone that's in need and just be there for them. Just share whatever it is that you have. You're going to feel divinely inspired. And instead of holding that, where our gifts are meant to be shared, they're not meant to be hoarded, you know? So, and truly, I believe that we have to use our gifts in the right way or they can be taken away as well. Um, that's another that's a whole nother subject, but I do have that, that ideology. Like I have that, that's a belief system within myself. Um, so I never want to abuse a gift, um, but I rather share that gift. And you have your unique set of talents of gifts, Michael, for and sure. Because I I've you called it, upon you for it. And I can assure you it's not science. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Nor is it for me. Like, right. you know, as, I'm good as, in- As I in, say, I, you know, I'm the, I'm the black sheep in a family of electrical engineers, so. <laughs> You know, I was the dummy who became a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you know what, Michael? You'd be surprised. Your math is probably a lot better than a lot of other people. So you just don't know. Like, it's definitely not my thing, as I said earlier. I need, but but I do love writing. I love reading. I love the arts. I like drawing and painting. So we 
we, we all have different gifts and, and, and we can share them in different ways. And just like, you know, our, our friend and guest, a former guest, Kathy, you know, her being an artist, I mean, look, she's helping so much, so many people through her artwork now. Right. You know? That's so, Kathy Shipper to, to those who didn't listen to our other show and she's wonderful. Yeah. So, I mean, and so sometimes we have to cultivate these gifts and, 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 you know, bring them forward, you know, in the best possible light and, and realize who and, you know, how we can affect somebody else by sharing these gifts. And well, it's, not, I, it's not for monetary reasons by any stretch of the imagination, or though it can ultimately be what you do in life, you know, by, by, by doing this, but, but certainly not meant for that. Right. And what's interesting about it is that, you know, when we talk about our gifts, our gifts may be things that we don't even realize are necessarily gifts. It may be our ability just to go over and, you know, and have some sympathy or empathy for somebody. It may be our ability to, uh, uh, you know, to make a phone call to uh, maybe we make the, you know, make a pretty damn good uh, set of chocolate chip cookies. It, it doesn't have to be an earth shattering uh, type of skill or ability. You know, it could be, you know, it could also very well be, you know, something very artistic and it doesn't have to be, look, you know, I like to write. I, you know, I don't believe that I am William Shakespeare in this incarnation, but mm -hmm. I do have certain things that I can contribute through that writing. Absolutely. Right. Or my ability to speak. You know, and, I, I, I don't have John F. Kennedy's accent or, 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 F, <laughs> or FDR's uh, aristocratic cadence, but I do have Michael Cutson's unique ability, you know, or more maybe I was or FDR in a prior life, but who knows about that? Uh, <laughs> well, look, speaking of which, FDR was, you know, was a polio victim. And, you know, but he never, he never accepted it as victimhood. He, you know, right. he, he, you know, he went through a tough period, clearly, and he went through very painful processes to make himself, you know, to make himself as the best FDR he could possibly be. And it was, you know, whether you love him or hate him politically, you know, he, he came a damn long way. <laughs> he became mm -hmm. the only person elected to four terms to the, to the White House during a depression and a world war. <laughs> So he didn't, he didn't allow any of those limitations to set him back. You know, it's funny because I don't know if you've ever talked to somebody there's, I've had conversations with friends, maybe that, you know, and acquaintances that aren't clear on what their gifts are. And there's been people that say, I don't know, like, or why do they have that gift? And I don't, or, um, or I don't, I'm not sure what my gifts are. Like you said, even if it's as simple and as bake, like baking, first of all, is not easy. Some of us are bakers and others aren't. But even if it's something yes, it's like not, that. Some of us like me, throw it in the microwave. <laughs> there you go. Even if it is baking, you know, some muffins or cookies and bringing them to a new neighbor and welcoming them. There's so many different ways that you could affect people in a positive way, you know, and, and for those people that say, well, you know, I'm not sure what mine are, you know, at, at, you know what, if you get quiet and still, you will know exactly what those gifts are. And when you start giving them away, you're going to feel really good about yourself, you know, um, and recently I had a conversation with a friend um, about they weren't really sure of their unique gifts and talents. And I knew right away what they were. And I rattled them off. I'm like, what about this, 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 this. And she's like, oh, I really never thought about that. See, and that was because she was comparing herself to other people that she felt were gifted, but they were gifted in another way. And, and each of us are individuals and we each come with a different set of, of talents for right. sure. 
Well, there was, there's, yeah, there's a movie out now with Ben Stiller. I forgot what it's called. And uh, my parents went to see it. My father and my father and the guys all hated it. My mother loved it. She told me about it. And a lot of the plot was there's this guy, he works at a not-for-profit. He doesn't make a lot of money. And all of his friends are, you know, are making a gazillion dollars or have very big positions or own humongous houses or whatever. And he's very jealous. He's going through a midlife crisis about the whole thing. And then he discovers one after the other all the problems that these people have that he's not even aware of, you know, health or otherwise. Right. And, you know, and the fact is that we don't know what's going on. We don't know, you know, what the blessings are of our, of our you know, of other, or I should say, t- I take it back. We don't know, you know, what might be offsetting some of the blessings of others that we perceive. Mm-hmm. And, in, and in turn, we're discounting our own. True. True. That's, that's definitely enlightening. You have to think about these kind of things. Right. And we also always have to put ourselves in other people's shoes, shoes. and never forget, you know, and, oh, and, and always focus on the good and not the bad. You know, it's too easy to focus on the bad. You know, I, and, you know, when frankly, I had this discussion once again with my parents, uh, trying to get them to, uh, to uh, reconcile with my sister and, uh, you know, and they are, and my mother went off, you know, we were, we were there to celebrate my mother's 80th birthday, which was yesterday. Happy birthday, mom. Yeah. Happy uh, birthday to your mom. Yep. Yeah. She won't listen to this, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but we were talking and she, you know, I heard every horror story about her life, every hardship, everything. And then, you know, about my sister and how ungrateful and how this and how that, and I said, it was like, you know, uh, Wendy, you know, my wife, Wendy, uh, Matthew and I went and it was like, instead of being a celebration, it was like the biggest downer I could have imagined. It was like, gee, thanks mom. We traveled all the way to see you to celebrate your birthday, to make you, you know, to, to give you a good time. And not only are you and, you know, are you going to be in a down mood, but you're going to bring everyone or attempt to try to bring everyone else with you. And, you know, and and a couple of times I kept on saying, what about focusing on the positive? There was nothing good. There was nothing. (laughs) And, you know, know, and and I got smacked down very quickly. It's like, okay, you have to know when to pick and choose your battles. (laughs) Yeah. I, well, I guess that's true too. But I also think like when people, people, some people get stuck, like she seems like she's stuck in that instead of moving forward, whatever happened back then with your sister really could have been healed by now had we moved forward but see when we get stuck in a situation and we stand strong in our you know in our convictions and whatever instead of progressing and moving forward and allowing the healing to take place and moving forward you know we get stuck in this place so the only thing that you could do i mean sometimes we can't make someone hear us right so there there lies the example of live by example so don't engage in that and stay in your own great space with wendy and matthew right and they will recognize that in you they might not say it or whatever, but trust me, when they're laying in bed and going to sleep that night, they're going to be like, wow, they're really happy and joyful, you know, Mm -hmm. and they're going to see that within you. And then they, they will reflect on their lives. Right. No. Well, at least, at least we hope. So. We hope so. Now, oh, it, was so, it so. was so. It was so funny. Matthew, who's got a real, really quick wit, and he's he's you know, as Wendy put it, he's an observer of life. You know, said something like, uh, uh, you know, if 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 my sister Randy 
you know, uh, sent her flowers for her birthday. Well, why didn't she do, why didn't she send us on a cruise? If, you know, if, if she called her, well, why didn't she send us flowers? Oh, she did all the above. Well, that's still not enough. She didn't, you know, that doesn't make up for all the time that, you know, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, I, you know, so it was very funny. You know, he just, he said something like that. And, and Wendy and I both burst out laughing and I said, and I, you know, I grabbed him and gave him a kiss on the head and I said, boy, you couldn't be more right if you tried. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also too, I don't like, you know, in that kind of example, it's not up to us to, um, what do I want to say? Make someone believe a certain way or a certain thing, you know, because some people are just not happy with anything, you know, it's just like, no matter what you do, you can stand on your head and it's still not enough. What they think of what you, what you do is in none of your business. You know, I mean, honestly, all we can do at that point, I mean, you can't force anything down anyone's throat. You can't make them open their eyes, but all we can do in a situation like that, because I believe sometimes words just go like they they're meaningless. Like they just don't get it because they're so stuck in that. They, they really, even though they hear you, they don't hear you. So all you can do by in, in a situation like that is, is live by example. Right. Well, I, you know, I always tell people, you know, I tell Wendy, I've got a long memory, you know, if I, you know, need to pull it out in a fight, uh, with somebody, uh, you know, I, you know, which is what makes me a good lawyer. I can pull facts out from anywhere, you know, and you can go verify it 20 years back and it happened. Uh, but on the other hand, but I certainly don't dwell upon it. I don't live it. It's not part of my day-to-day consciousness. Right. And I just don't want to live like that. You know, to the extent I want to look back, when I look back, I want to look back on the good. Yep. I like that, Michael. Yeah, when I try to focus on that, not always successful, but more, you know, but, you know, but definitely much more often than not, you know, I am not, look, I have been, you know, if I want to, I can dwell on all kinds of crazy things that have happened to me. I can dwell on people, things that, you know, where people have lied to me, cheated me, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, is it going to make me happy? No. Is it going to make my life any better by dwelling upon it? No. If instead I focus on the positives, on the good things that have happened to me, yes. on the good things that I can have to look forward to, you know, then I have some, a reason to wake up every day and, yes. I have a re- and I have a reason to, you know, to go and enjoy life and, you know, and, and make sure that I've got things to look forward to and, in, you know, and to, and to always remember to enjoy even the moment and to live in the moment and to know that this is our time. Yes, hey, Michael, that's, ditto, that's why, ditto. I love everything you, know, you that's, said. That's why we're here. That's why we came to the earth to begin with, mm-hmm. you know, to explore, to fail sometimes, right? you know, to experience, you know, to experience the, you know, the cockamamie things like the, like, you know, like the bad backs, like the illnesses, you know, to see things that are going to be disturbing. We came here for this. Mm-hmm. You know, this was the, this was the you know the combination horror story, you know, rom com, uh, uh, you know, uh, adventure story, intrigue. You know, you know, think of the gazillion things that uh, that the entertainment industry can throw at you, and more and more. That's why we're all here, and we chose to be here. We can choose not to be here. 
Mm -hmm. You know, we should choose to be here to ride it out, to see how it plays out. You know, I was just listening to something else on the internet where there's this guy who was a former NASA scientist who talks about the multi-dimensions and how we can travel within the dimensions, you know, in different realities, you know, while being here. And you know what, there, you know, that even within quantum physics, it makes sense. I don't under, you know, I don't know how to do it yet, but it makes sense. We're here for, we're here because we chose to be here. So we, you know, the point of being here, you know, why to go to the amusement park if we're not going to go on the rides? Right, absolutely. Or, 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 or play the silly games or, or to go to buy the garbage food like the cotton candy and the, you know, and the, um, and the uh, corn dogs and all those, you know. All, the whole all, experience of it. The, the whole experience of it and going into the, you know, the house of horrors and going into, all, you know, and going in on the, on the merry-go-rounds and everything else. That's what we're here for. Yeah. And Michael, I like what you said earlier um, that sometimes you won't put your focus there if something, you know, because that just goes to the whole law of attraction thing, right? Wherever we put our focus, so we're going to create more of the same. So we don't want to get stuck in these situations, um, you know, let, and, and, but, but at the same time, I'm glad you went on to explain the reasons that we are here um, in this physical reality and the things that we're presented with and why. Because if we have that understanding and that knowingness, then um, it makes the things that we're going through make sense in our right. own minds. Right. It's like, know? okay, I rode the roller coaster. It made me barf. Okay. <laughs> that was a, that I learned. I've now experienced what I don't want. And I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to think 24 seven about the barfing, you know, nausea experience. I'm now going to go maybe on a more, you know, on a ride that is, you know, is exciting, but isn't going, isn't, isn't barf worthy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I, I did that, that for a word for our, our for our show for a barf worthy barf worthy folks. Jeez. <laughs> uh, so, Michael, do we have anyone we want to bring on and say hi to before the show's uh, over? Uh, let me just check our time. I think we're running very very low on time at the moment. Yeah, we're running. It's fifty five right now. We only have like another two minutes. We can say hi to somebody if someone okay. wants to just say hi. Yeah, let's uh, bring on someone. You know what? Let's uh, let's see if Brent is there. Brent, are you with us? Yes, I am. How are you? Good, good. You have a minute and a half. You have anything you want to talk about what that uh, Janine and I talked Hi, about? Hi, Brent. It's nice to hear your voice. Um, yes, we'll do this more often. Um, yeah, everything you say, I mean, you hit a lot of good points. We have to get back on our own two feet, do our thing. You know, we, we get knocked down sometimes, take a break, get up, do it again. Yes. I, I can attest to that too many times. <laughs> <laughs> As yeah. we all can, Brent, as we all can. You know, what's the point of being here if we're not going to explore, if we're not going to experience? You know, yeah, I can live very safely. You know, you know I could probably find a rock to live under and I could probably eat a few berries and, and survive. But that's survival. You know, I want to live and I want to live and experience and living an experience means we're going to, you know, we're going to experience some things that, that we're not going to enjoy. And it's, and it's an, yeah, it's, it's just, it's just like, you know, it's just like what Abraham t says with Esther Hicks. It's what Joshua tells, you know, tells uh, Gary Temple Bodley, you know, at the, you know, at the end of the day, we experience, so we learn what we don't like. And then we can choose whether we <laughs> want to attract, whether we want to attract more of it or, you know, by the way, by what we focus upon, or whether we want to, you know, we want to experience something else. 
absolutely. Total, total free will. That's right. Ah, that's a good word, Brent. Free will, total free will. Yep, absolutely. And we have to remember that too. That's yes, right. we do. And, and free will works in a lot of ways that may be rough. <laughs> <laughs> True. If you're well, not paying attention to what you're thinking about, you can find yourself on the wrong street. That's always that's always the case. God knows I've tripped over some things when I'm not looking. <laughs> Well, listen, we've got, we've got, we've got to wrap it because we're, we're at the end of the show. So Brent, thanks for being there. Thanks for everyone who's been listening. And Janine, it's been a lot of fun having you back. Thank you. It has. I'm, I'm so happy to be reunited. <laughs> reunited and it feels so good. Well, fortunately, ladies and gentlemen, we're out of time. So you don't get to hear the, the <laughs> hear either the, the R&B version, which is the correct version, or the punk rock version anymore. So Janine, thank you so much. And just remember, ladies and gentlemen, I love you and you're never alone. Thank you for listening to Calling All Angels Radio Show with Janine and Michael. If you would like to participate in our live show every Saturday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, or have a private session with the angels, please visit our website at www.callingallangelswithjaneneandmichael.com. Have a great week. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.